I'm Elise Orlowski, a senior video director here at Kramer. And I'm Trip Underwood, a creative director at Kramer. And at Kramer, we work with so many incredibly fascinating people from all over multiple industries. We have so many great conversations, many that are just too good to keep to ourselves. So now we're sharing them with the world. Right here from Kramer Studios. This is Pivot Points. Welcome to another uh, episode of Pivot Points. Elise, nice to see you back in the studio. Good to see you. Doing things a little bit differently today. Um, You know, in the events world, traditionally, we work with a lot of people on the client side, and there are two people that can really make or break an event, and those two people tend to live in the C-suite, and those are the CMOs and the CEOs. But recently, in the past, I'd say year or so, there's been another player in that space that has a very, very important voice these days, and that is the CIO. Uh, traditionally somewhat more of a minor player now and has really lately become a major, major player. So to shine a little light on why that is and what it means for both us and our clients, we have Sean McGuire, Kramer's uh, SVP of technology. And the person who I'm most excited to get emails from. (laughs) Yeah, isn't everybody? (laughs) I I think people run and hide when they say a please read. uh, They see a please read everyone email from me. IT emails is like Christmas morning. You just wake up. (laughs) Yeah, you you, you like to think, well, that's just not pertinent to me or whatever. I'm not even going to open that one. But uh, (laughs) thankfully, people do. And that is the point of today's conversation is... Traditionally, IT was this realm of only a few people really cared about it. Everyone else was moderately aware of it. And now, as we move to virtual, things get a little bit more digital. IT is now becoming, I'm not going to say everybody's problem, but definitely becoming everybody's responsibility. Absolutely. Which is a little bit what I'd I'd like to talk about. Um, Let's just break down the, the landscape a little bit. When did this kind of shift happen most recently and how did that kind of unfold uh, on the corporate end and why does it matter to us as event professionals? Well, definitely over the last 10 years, for sure, there's been kind of a massive change in how we think about data and how data is accessed, shared, collected, distributed. Um, A lot of changes in the regulatory climate. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a GDPR regulation that passed in Europe that was a big influence as far as what all businesses do because most of our clients are multinational organizations, Mm -hmm. right? So they have to comply with EU legislation even if it's not the law of the land here Hmm. in the United States. But the real change in think has really been, um, you know, at one point you thought of data as this, you know, ancillary thing. It was just part of the process off to the side. But um, now data is king, as they say. <laughs> it really is. Data has quickly become kind of the prime commodity in the world. So yeah. data is the new gold. So I think when we think about data as gold and we look through that prism, it definitely informs us as far as how we should be handling it. Mm-hmm. I think in any conversation you have about cybersecurity, if you simply just subtracted the word data and inserted the word gold, I think everyone could suddenly wrap their heads around, (laughs) how are we going to secure the gold? How are we going to control access to the gold? Right. So that's really... Um, that's really the thing that has changed the most. Right, because it, its its value as a commodity really has shifted. Like you said, it's always Absolutely. been there, but now everyone's looking at it as this incredibly valuable commodity. It is. Which means the security of, therefore, is, is much more important. Um, so 
that said, you have this kind of big mind shift within the industry of how we view data, which means we have to change how we protect jet data. Exactly. And that yeah. comes protect with... Protect the gold. Protect yeah. the gold. Uh, growing pains. Change involves growing pains. Yeah, there have been a few right? here, there, everywhere. Definitely here. Uh, I, I think every organization. I yeah. think anyone who works for any kind of business can certainly attest to um, all the changes that have had to happen. And to be honest... They're not read as positive changes, at least not from a user experience perspective, right? If anything, these security measures introduce a lot more friction between yeah. people and the technology. So these are always very unpopular policies. And I think, you know, I've joked before, you know, I'm definitely not at the top of anyone's uh, Christmas card list here. <laughs> and that's because, you know, a lot of times if, if, if you're seeing a communication from me about a security change, um, the, the initial read is going to be, okay, things are going to be a little bit more difficult as a new step. And, you know, to be honest, that's just, that's not popular. And to be honest, I have to conform to the exact same <laughs> policies and standards we have to impose on, on, on the rest of our population here. So uh, I can definitely empathize with, yeah. you know, how difficult it can make things. Um, but there are a lot of, you know, particular security measures. It used to be you need a login and a password and you were in. And now we have this thing called multi-factor authentication, which means that it's not just enough to be in possession of your login or username and password. You now have to have your, your identity verified by an alternate factor, which is typically an application running on your phone mm -hmm. or a text message or something like that, that really ensures that it is you okay. and not some hacker who yeah. has simply come across your username and password yeah. and is trying to use them. And, and where does a, a company like Kramer, who is this kind of third-party vendor for our clients, right? right. They, they have their, their protocols and security measures, and then we're this kind of outside party, and mm -hmm. yet all their very valuable yeah. gold is now going through us, and as far as their IT teams are concerned, we're just some exactly. strangers out in Boston. So yeah. exactly. how, how does that relationship work? Yeah, like, do you find the security almost to be like, like we're more vulnerable than even like the big large companies like exactly. because we're a third party vendor right well if you think about some of the more notable I should say, more heavily publicized hacks that have been mm -hmm. out there, things like you know, Edward Snowden and Hillary Clinton's emails and WikiLeaks and, and all of this stuff. And you think about, okay, how did this really happen? You know, Edward Snowden, he didn't work for the government, right? He worked for a mm -hmm. contractor that the government mm -hmm. had hired, right? So I think with a, a, a lot of these larger organizations, they are, of course, very buttoned down when it comes to how they're handling their data and access to their environment. But they need to make sure that all the vendors that they're partnering right. with who have selective access to some of this data and selectively to their environment that we, to the degree we can, mirror their okay. policies and standards. And, and what does that mean for someone like you and, and your team considering we have multiple clients? So that means yes. you're adhering to multiple different very stringent standards that sure, I'm assuming yeah. you know, like yes. There's not just one way right, to like keep everyone secure. At least and I deal with different brand guidelines yes. <laughs> and it's a lot more fluid and easy to different. keep straight. And also, God forbid, if we get a color palette wrong or I use the passive voice instead of the active voice, right. it doesn't result in a meltdown of epic proportions. However, on your side, yeah. there is no wiggle room. So what's that like keeping all that <sighs> yeah, straight? And a lot of the people we interact with don't really have awesome senses of humor <laughs> either. Right? They just want to make sure that, you know, that, that we're doing, uh, you know, what's necessary to secure our organization, which 
subsequently helps to ensure the interaction between our organization and theirs. So in many ways, I've become kind of the, the security and compliance officer representative of our clients. Right. Yeah. internally here at, at Kramer. So in, in many ways, uh, we're literally doing their bidding. Mm -hmm. So there, there are multiple layers of the business, from, both from the, the account management side and definitely from the creative side and producers and things like that. It's really just another you know, layer on the onion there uh, where I have to get involved and make sure that we're doing all of the things that we need to do uh, to secure our clients' okay. data. In terms of security, I'm curious because I feel like now because data is king and you you see like all these like different hacking stories, do you think there's ever going to be a landscape where it's going to get better or more streamlined <laughs> for oh, us, or do you wow. think it's just going to get more and more complicated as things go the, forward? The hackers are evolved, security evolves, yeah. so hacking evolves. Like yeah. it's it's a give and take symbiotic. Yeah, right, right. I'd love to say that we turn a corner or that there's a finish line, but the reality is we're <laughs> we're just engaged in a race for which is. there is no finish line. Which right? means we're, we need to take it more and more seriously as it continues. Exactly. Yeah. It's not it's not a really great story. A lot of times I feel like you know I'm the Care Bear with the clouds and the rain, and you know everyone else is. <laughs> The, you know, the rainbow and the Grumpy sunshine. Grumpy Bear was his name. If yeah, exactly. Serves, correct. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest, it, it's it's um, you know it, it, it's a war that never ends. Okay. Uh, there's just a lot more innovation uh, on the bad actor side. Mm -hmm. um, that's it's a perpetual problem. As soon as you feel that you've solved for all the common vectors that one would use to um, you know access information uh, unlawfully. Uh, as soon as you plug those holes, some some new yep. ones pop up, and you have to come innovate new solutions to answer for those potential attack vectors as well. Stay in vigilant. Um, what are some things? So I've been as this the data and IT becomes a more prominent member in decision making. Right. Um, on the client side, some of the clients that I work directly with. Um, they haven't been consulting with IT as much as they should have because, to be honest, they just didn't know. And I've right. run into some situations Certainly. where we've been pretty far along in a program and someone says, did you check this with IT? And someone will say, <laughs> right. no, do I need to? And they'll say, yeah. And then right. all of a sudden, everything changes. So I'm yeah. curious if you can kind of maybe give some tips for our viewers. Being and, and proactive, not reactive. My clients. <laughs> what, what's some things that they can do early in the planning stage to avoid these kind of IT dust-ups or changes later on in the, in the road? Well, I, I think when you're planning for a program and if you're, on, if you're on the client side, definitely engage your security and compliance organization just to make sure that they know, hey, we're doing this thing, we're engaging these vendors, we're going to be using these platforms, what do we need to do? And I think that that will certainly help um, keep us from that yep. situation where you're, you're halfway you know, yep. down the road to the event and then all of a sudden is a potential derailment. Um, because to be honest, the security compliance people um, have, have quite a voice. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, yeah. if whatever reason they're not satisfied that this is going to be a safe endeavor for their organization, they can absolutely put the kibosh on the process, and rightfully so. Yeah. So um, I, I think the best advice I would have for, for our client contacts is just make sure that their internal security and compliance organizations understand uh, what they're doing. Right. And uh, I spend a lot of my time um, participating in security reviews and answering specific questions, or in many cases, whole questionnaires or full-blown audits, whatever the case may be, because you know we're always you know very above board. Here's who we are. Here's what we, we're doing. Here are all the steps that we're taking. If they have specific recommendations, um, we, we implement them as quickly as we can, definitely before their their event were to right. occur. And then, Elise, on your and I side, it's I think it's we have to start being more vigilant ourselves to just 
ask our clients like, yeah, this is great. Like just out of curiosity, have you guys already gone through your security and compliance team? Do you have one? And sometimes right. they might not even know and be like, oh, that's, you know, like yeah. just by mentioning it in a meeting and they send an email and all of a sudden, oh, thank goodness you right. did that. I didn't even know. And I would do that. So I think it's like we kind of talked about this takes a village mentality of everyone needs so to be aware of it. And even if like someone like me who doesn't get any of it, all I have to do <laughs> is say, have you talked to the right people? Like on my team, did you talk to Sean about this or right. to my client? Did you talk to your IT people so I can connect them with my IT people and they can exactly. do their IT thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just no, it's helpful. being proactive. Yeah, yeah, no one wants to get involved in the details either. Just do the <laughs> yeah, IT exactly. thing, you know, that thing that over there. Yeah, yeah. Just keep us happening. Mm -hmm. No, it's helpful because I think, you know, we use even like a lot of tools creatively um, not so much, yeah, but like video directors, you know, we use different like video editing platforms or yeah. review processes and stuff like that. And, you know, when you're in like the nitty gritty of everything, you don't think, oh, if someone gets this link or if right. someone, you know, someone else views this or I send this to the wrong email, right. it's going to be detrimental to that company. You never think that in the right. heat of battle because you're like, I just got to get this done. I got a deadline. We're working towards this. And right. so, no, it's helpful to know that like it is a really serious issue and ultimately, you know, it could... I, I never thought until you said about Snowden, like, right. yeah, we are the most vulnerable area in yeah. which, you know. Or, or we could be. It's my job to make sure that we're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that also that idea of, at least for me, like you said, protecting more than just the front door. So if we go right. back to protect the gold right. analogy, yeah. you have a vault, you have a big iron gate, and you got a bunch of guards and dogs at the front, but then you leave the back window open. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you have to, and I, from, from the Kramer perspective, is making sure our video is compliant, making sure that any of our cloud migration that we've done with editing software right. goes back and checks all those boxes and just... Make, start to finish, kind of yeah. making sure our nose is clean, I think is super important. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, and, and as soon as we feel like, you know, we have it licked, you know, we'll find that It'll there's, change. you know, something has changed uh, either in the regulatory environment or uh, in the ways that platforms works or work or in, in, with client expectations. Because Kramer, you know, we're, we're client driven to the bone. You know, if we yeah. think about this, this IT security stuff, you know, where does it come from? It comes from our clients, right? We didn't necessarily this isn't something you want to do on a daily basis. You know, I don't, I don't sit around at home and kind of dream up and be like, how am I going to make things worse for you know, the average Kramer you know, employee tomorrow, and how am I going to implement that? Uh, always client driven, yeah. you know. So, and and that's really one of the greatest strengths of our organization is, you know, if our if our clients have you know suddenly have a different expectation of us uh, that that we're very fast and agile, we can definitely adapt. Uh, to meet those challenges yeah, we're, quickly. We're, we're a very nimble building, which is something we always pride on, and this is an extension of that. Exactly. So, awesome. Well, super helpful. I learned stuff, which yeah. I honestly, when I looked at my schedule today and says, we're doing the compliance and security stuff, I was like, oh, oh boy. Great. I was like, yay. <laughs> but, uh, Even I was like, wow, that is a dry topic. <laughs> Are you sure? We've done a masterful job making it, uh, making it work and explaining it and, and just helping people and out. Which why is, we need to take it seriously. Yeah. It's all we can hope to do. So, Sean, so you're going to open the emails now? Is that what's going to happen? I'm going to read them now. Okay. Gonna, as long as it's not a that's, phishing scam. That, that's yeah, important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whether or not you open the emails, the things will change. So, just, just, just so you know. Okay. Keep up. you from opening an IT ticket later saying, why doesn't this thing work anymore? Well, did, you, did, you, did, you, did you check that email? <laughs> you scratch week? my back, I'll scratch yours. Exactly. That's how it works. All right. Well, again, Sean, thanks for, for joining us. And Thank to you. everyone watching and listening, thanks so much to you as well. It's another episode of Pivot Points. Pivot Points.